Welcome to the City Church Online. This is where you get all the sermons that you might have missed or you might just want to listen to all over again. Please like, subscribe, remember to share and download this message. Come, let us grow together in Christ. What a joy to be in the house of the Lord. Father, we thank you for the opportunity again to be in your house but more than that Father that we can celebrate Jesus for the joy that he brings in our lives and the grace he has bestowed upon us we thank you for the gift of salvation we stand justified because of your name and because of your power and therefore we are glad we celebrate unreservedly. Today we are going to eat. We are going to feast. Because we know we are free and free indeed. And therefore even as we get into the word I ask in Jesus' name that it will feed us so powerfully as always. Holy Spirit I ask that you communicate and here are my lips here is my mind here are my gestures everything in me please take over let us have a feast today even on in Jesus' name Amen. Amen yesterday we started a conversation and uh, trust me we never we, we, I was not there when the children were rehearsing so I'm glad that the drama they have given us is exactly where we are going to be speaking from the word I want us to continue the conversation we started yesterday but for the sake of some who may not be have been around allow me to read the scriptures again because they are the basis of what we are talking about and the revelations that God is giving to us in Matthew chapter 1 from verses 18 the Bible says now the birth of Jesus Christ was as follows after his mother Mary was beaten to Joseph before they came together she was found with child of the Holy Spirit then Joseph her husband being a just man probably did not want to kick her like we saw but the Bible tells us that not wanting to make her a public example was minded to put her away. Yeah, just as we secretly so just as we saw yesterday he stopped answering the whatsapps and just blue tick her when she called the phone was busy for like two weeks she sent messages hi dear and there was no reply but his phone would show delivered so Mary was just there but Joseph had it in his mind I'm going to leave her 
But as while he thought about these things, the Bible says, Behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David. Oh, by the way, do you see, some, let me just mention that, just a little bit, just a bonus for you. Uh, do you see that Joseph is a son of David? Do you see that? Uh, David had died thousands of years ago. But in the spirit, they are no grandparents. You understand? We have fathers. And we have sons. So if you are of the city church, you are of your father Alex, and you are of your father Peter Cassidy. I thought I would just make that comment. So Joseph, son of David, the angel says, Do not be afraid to take your wife, Mary, as your wife. For that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. And she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name Jesus. And then the angel gives him the most important message. Which message is uh, it's very important that we all take serious. He says his name will be called Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. And then we went to Luke chapter 2. And verses 1. And the scripture said, and it came to pass in those days. That a decree went out from Caesar Augustus. This census first took place while Quirinarius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and of the lineage of David. So he registered Mary with Mary, his betrothed wife who was with child. So it was that while they were there that the days were completed for her to be delivered and she brought forth a son, a firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for him in the inn. Now, there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields. They were keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. They were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be 
afraid. For behold, I bring you glad tidings of great joy. Which will be for all people. For there is born to you. This day in the city of David a savior. A savior who is the Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find the babe wrapped in swambling cloths. Lying in a manger. Now, I, I began to talk to you on the subject our Savior is wrapped in swambling cloths. And I want you to pay quite close attention as we move forward. Now, a number of the commentaries that I have made are found in the sermon I preached yesterday. But I want to continue from where we stopped yesterday. But here are a few highlights from yesterday. Number one, we saw that Jesus comes to save but when he comes according to the angel in chapter 2 verses 10 he comes as good news for all people but in Matthew the angel tells uh, De Joseph that from their sins. Balokole, please pay attention. Because I know of many people who are in salvation but don't understand salvation. And so I don't want you to be ignorant. The Bible says my people perish because of lack of knowledge. And so it is very, it's very critical that you do not become ignorant. And there's a lot of people who are in salvation, but they are ignorant. Yesterday I was traveling with one of my sons and he said he was at the, was at the, at the roadside uh, and met two taxi men. And one of them was telling the other, I am not going to work on Christmas, I'm going to be praying. And the other one was, I am, I'm, I'm going to work. Man, what, what does even Christmas mean? But they both had Christian names. And so it is very possible for you to be baptized but not understand what is Jesus. Coming Are you paying attention? Uh, and so Jesus comes for everyone but only saves his people. Which means everyone qualifies to be his people, but not everyone is his people. You must therefore make sure you are his person. And I am telling you the truth. There are many who sit in church like this. But they are not yet his. They are theirs. They are not 
his. And it is very, uh, it is a slippery slope. It is a thin line. You must cross that thin line from being yours to being his. And we saw that you do that by receiving him and him and believing in him as your savior. And so it is very important that you do not just believe Jesus but you believe in him as your savior. Hallelujah. Because he comes to deliver us from sin. He will save his people from their sins. But the Best, the, 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 most, uh, the most dangerous sin, I told you. In fact, the mother of all sins is called the sin of idolatry. Hallelujah. Amen. And the greatest idol you have is you want to be our saviors. And it is very dangerous for you to try to be your savior. But a lot of people are their saviors without even knowing they are their saviors. Um, I grew up at the lakeside and uh, every now and then boats would capsize. And we were told that if you are going in another boat to rescue someone who is drowning, make sure you also have an extra uh, oar. The first one is to roll the boats. And the second one is for beating the person who is drowning, yet you have gone to save them. When you're trying to help somebody from the lake, and they're also trying to help themselves, they will get a hold of the boat and everybody will capsize. So you, you first calm them down. You beat them, they, then you can help them after. Do you understand? That is what Jesus requires of us. We cannot save ourselves. That is why he is here in the first place. Do you understand? He is here on earth born as a baby in swandling clothes because you are unable to save yourself. But the danger is you are so full of yourself 
that you would rather first try to save yourself. Now, I know that some people don't understand what I am talking about. But Lord, help me break it down for them. So first of all, he saves us from sin. So that we are able to approach the Father and approach heaven without any of our inputs but rather his input. Therefore, you and I pay attention are accepted before God not because we have been able to do anything but simply because we have believed in Jesus to be the one that makes us right with God. There is nothing you can do to be right before God. Jesus is the one who makes you right. So when I come before God, I don't come because yesterday I fasted seven days. I don't come to preach to you this powerfully because I have many degrees and I studied so much. I am not effective at what I am doing because I, I, I studied, I have connections. No, 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 no. Everything I have is merely a gift from God that has been given to me simply by God looking at Jesus. So Jesus comes to save us from our own efforts. To be our solutions. Do you understand? He, he, he will save his people from their sins. And therefore, uh, how does he save us? He saves us on three levels. Are you paying attention? Because this is where I didn't get yesterday. Number one, he saves us from the penalty of sin. He has come to save his people from their sin. Number one, how? By saving us from the penalty of our sin. This is the first step of believing in Jesus. You must believe that Jesus Christ has delivered you from the penalty that you so deserve for every wrong you have ever done. Ooh, glory, glory, glory. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Let me say that again. Maybe you'll be excited as I am. Yes, Jesus. Jesus. 
He delivers you and he saves you. Out of every penalty that you would have received because of the wrongs you did. That even if you just look at me like that. We don't know but God knows everything. It, it is why we call him the one with the big eye because he sees everything. whatever you have done whatever you have thought about whatever you think about doing he knows it very well he knows it to very small details when he decides to punish you will cry to him, I am as guilty as charged. Musumba team was giving us an example. His son threw the ball to the child, and when he wanted to beat the child, the child was ready to be beaten because he had done something wrong. Uh, uh, some people think that when we get to heaven, there is going to be a very big book where all the wrongs and the good have been written. Let me give you news. There is not such a big book where all your sins and, and uh, mishaps have been written. But when you get to see God, you will just know you are, you are terrible. At the final judgment, it's called the great white throne judgment. There is not going to read anything like, you know, like how Pastor Gembe sings, there is not going to be anything like that. You know what's going to be there? You know what's going to be You will come. You will look at God. You just go to hell. Like you will just go. You will just know where you belong. Because you deserve the punishment. You deserve the penalty. And by the way, if you think you don't, you are the most lied to in this world. I'm telling you. And, and, and if you've not even thought about it, you are like a, a, a man who has broken the law but they think they are okay. You know, one time my wife was driving in Kampala and Kampala has these streets. Uh, 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 they, they, it has these streets that are one way these days. You do. Yesterday it was a two way. By the time you come back tomorrow, it's one way. So this time she's driving for her. She thinks she's in the right. The policeman stops her. Madam, where are you going? This is one way. Let me tell you, her ignorance did not save her from a ticket. There are people who think that because they don't feel guilty, they are not guilty. Let me tell you, you sin in what you do, 
You sin in what you don't do. You sin in the things you think about. Many times you even sin in the things you look at. That's why Jesus must be our Savior. And the number one thing he saves us from. He has come, he will save his people from their sins. Number one, from the penalty of my wrongs. I did not do what is right. I did what is wrong. I thought what I shouldn't think. I looked at what I should not have looked at. I tested what I shouldn't test. I skipped what I should have done. And therefore I deserve the penalty and the punishment. But Jesus comes. And this baby is not going to stay in swandling clothes. He is going to go to the cross. He is going to be ashamed for my shame. He is going to be beaten for my sickness. He is going to be hanged for my sin. To be killed in my place. So that when I stand before God, I will be looked at with the blood that He shed on the cross. And it shall be declared that this one has been justified by the blood of the Lamb. I wish I can enter into your mind and fully convince you of how saved you are. From the consequences and the penalties that were due to you. But this is why we love Jesus. He has saved you from the penalty. The penalty. The penalty. The penalty. The penalty. Now, I don't know why this doesn't bring joy to your heart. But it should bring joy to your heart. It should bring joy. Uh, this is the one where you will hold that chicken uh, thigh. And you say, I am going to eat you. And enjoy you. Because what my sin had caused me to be in. Jesus came and pulled me out. There is there for now. No condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Who the Spirit has set free is free indeed. I will eat this piece of chicken. Hallelujah. This is why we celebrate Christmas. I have been delivered from the penalty of my sins. And by the 
say, if you ever continue to live, let, let me tell you, one of the signs of idolatry in your life, one of the signs of selfishness and self-idolatry in your life is guilt and self-condemnation. It means that you rather want to pay for your sins rather than receive and believe in Jesus as your savior from your sins. <laughs> he comes to set us free. For he whom the son sets free is free indeed. You are sitting with someone there who they don't want you to know a lot of things about themselves. And so, so even you, there are things you don't want that person to know about you. Therefore, we should not all pretend as if we are also sanctimonious. And, uh, you are in the same thing you judge another. You also are judged. That's why the scriptures tell you don't judge. Because in the things you are judging, even you, you are guilty. But the equalizer is Jesus. Is Jesus. He comes to us as our Savior. And therefore, I bring you glad tidings of great joy that will be to all people. <laughs> this day has been given to you a Savior, Christ, Christ the Lord. Mukama. He is my Christ. Ye Christo he wange. is my Messiah. Ye wange. He is my Savior. Wange. Hey. Hey. Mm. There's a song we used to sing. I don't know if these children know it. But it used to go like this. Glory be to God. Let's give glory to Jesus. So, God looks at us because the moment you are guilty, you deserve something. But all 
our condemnation was placed on Jesus. So brother and my sister, stop carrying your, con your, your, your condemnation. You are not the savior, even the savior of yourself. <laughs> we have a savior. His name is Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, I bring you glad tidings of great joy that will be for all people. There is born for you today in the city of David a savior. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. So I stand redeemed by the mercy of God. Not because I asked for him. Not because I prayed ten times. Not because I did anything. But because he did it for me. Jesus came for me. It even gets better. Because had he saved you from the penalty and stopped there, you would have been left powerless against that which continues to enslave you. Do you understand? But Jesus does not only save us from penalty. He also saves us from the power of sin. Oh, glory be to God. He saves us from the power of sin. Now, by the way, you can never get power over sin until you have received the Christ as your Savior from the penalty of sin. So this Christmas, we are reminded that the penalty Jesus received, so I can now freely enter, boldly enter the presence of God. I, uh, I have free access to the throne room. I, I live under an open heaven. Do you understand? The presence of God is no longer locked up and separated by a veil which the high priest had to fast fast for seven days washing and cleaning himself every day three times in order to enter the holy of holies. It is no longer that way. My high priest has already entered the heavenly tabernacle and he is standing at the right hand of the Father continuously interceding for me and presenting the blood of my washing so that before the Father and before heaven I am fully washed clean without spots without a wrinkle 
said he came so that he may present to himself a bride. He may present to himself a bride without spot or wrinkle. I am that bride. I am that bride. So, so that to say I am a child of God a bride of Christ that is not pride that is humility that is agreeing I can't save myself but I have a savior and his name is now if you have not accepted and believed in him as your savior like that, then you will struggle with having power over sin. You fight with it. You fight with it. Now you cannot conquer sin. There is somebody who conquered it. You understand? And that person sits on the inside of you. He said, I will never leave you alone. But I will go to the Father. I will send to you a helper called the Holy Spirit. He will sit on the inside of you. A lot of times we sing about Emmanuel. God with us. But we must sing more about the hope of glory. Christ in us. 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 There is something on the inside of me. Something sitting in the side of me. It is mightier than what you see. Christ in us. Christ I have been joined with Christ. I have been united with Christ. His blood flows through my veins. My mind is the mind of Christ. That is why when I speak, I speak as an oracle because I have within me the hope of glory. Now, do you see why your neighbor is not clapping their hands? Have you seen him? Don't look at them, look at me. So that we don't seem like we're talking about them, even if we really are. Let me tell you. When you understand this, there is nothing in this world that will stop you. The day you understand and fully agree to the reality greatness sits mm, in you. And so he says, greater is he 
Hey, greater is he who sits in me than he who is in the world. What are you talking about? He did not simply deliver me from penalty. He also gave me power. The Bible doesn't joke. It doesn't joke. To God, it is not a suggestion. Uh, he is really serious. When he says, whatever is born of God overcomes the world. Hey, are you here with me? And when he says, greater is he that is in you. I am telling you, my friends, the only thing hindering you is one. Believing in these things and walking in them. But when you enter in it, you will realize you are unstoppable. You, you are unstoppable. I am telling you, if this door closes, another one will rise up again. If this job goes, a better one will come. If these people leave, better people will come in your life. You cannot be stopped. You have a savior. You have a savior. You have help. Therefore, you have hope. You can never be hopeless. Hopelessness is a lie from the devil. We will not believe the devil. We will believe Jesus Christ. He has come and he's saying I am the hope of the world. Therefore, I am your hope. I am your inheritance. I am your God. I will help you. And so, if the Lord is on our side, come on, someone. If the Lord is on our side, and He is, so Yes, Because He's on my side, it is a trap to fight with me. Because I have God on my side, I have God on my side. I have God on my side. He is for me. He is for me, not against me. He is for me. He is for me. He is for me. He is for me. If the devil is going to win you, he first tells you, it is God who has brought these things to you. 
understand? If the devil is going to win you, he first assures you. And you also believe it. And you believe that. Because what you believe is what happens. Do you understand? Whatever you believe, you manifest in your life. If you believe that God has brought you from God, yet he's the one who helps those who are in problems. If his hand was brought to them, so who will help you? And then the devil answers that in your life. But when you realize that he is on my side, he cannot leave he me said, alone. He said, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. When you go through the fire, I will be with you. When you go through high waters, I will go with you. If you are in a flood, I will be with you. With you. I am your God. I will deliver you with a mighty salvation. And an outstretched hand. I will deliver you. If that is your God, oh yes, let the fire come. You will survive. Let the floods come. You will survive. Let problems come. You will survive. I am a survivor. Hey. Wow. That is why that lady sang a song like that. Eh? Not because I have power in myself. But the one who is on the inside of me. Let me tell you. This day. Christmas. Christmas. If you eat a watermelon and you enjoy it. I want you to know. It is because there is something in me. That must come out. That must be seen in the world. Hallelujah. Greatness is in me. Do you understand? I am teaching you how to celebrate Christmas. Be be because these things are for us. They are available for us. Hallelujah. I, I, I am telling you of the power that got me from being an orphan to having fathers all over the world. I am telling you uh, of the power that got me where the poor would also call me poor to now a village saying there comes the I am telling you of the power that got me from Chiriambus and took me to, the, to Portland, Oregon but now that same power is raising me to become a consequence in Kampala, a consequence on the planet of Africa. Hey, what am I, who am I talking to? This power will lift you up. This power will deliver you. This power will make you a success. This power will move you above and beyond. This is the power 
This is why the boy may be in swaddling clothes. But do not be fooled. This is the savior of the world. There is no situation in your life that he will not save you from. There is no burden in your life that he will not lift from you. There is no people in your life that live that he will not replace. Are you listening to me? You are greater than what you see. You are more powerful than you realize. You have been set up by heaven. You have been saved by God. Therefore, my child, rise up to your greatness. Rise up to your power. Feast and be merry because God has come to save us. He has come to save us. He has come to save us. This is Jesus, my Savior. This is Jesus, my Savior. But now I can testify of his goodness. I can testify of his power. I can testify this power can save you from every sin. This audio sermon has been brought to you by The City Church. We would love to hear from you. Please contact us on 0706-332-572 or 0776-579-679.